Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Wednesday, August 9th, 2017. This is episode 49. Why do you do what you do? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Why am I doing this? What's the purpose of doing what I'm doing. Let's just take it in terms of everyday things. Driving. Why am I taking this road instead of another road? Well, that's often an easy answer. If you're from the area, you might know that that road is a quicker way that road might be the only way, or it's, in this day and age, it's what the GPS tells us. Google Maps has decided how I'm going to get from point A to point B to point C to point D to point E, and eventually I'm going to get there, and I'm going to be able to save two minutes on my trip. So, in terms of driving, why do we do what we do? Why would you pay for something in cash instead of credit card? Is there something inside of you that you like to pay in cash because you are fearful about racking up too much money on your credit card? Do you prefer to do it in credit cards so you can keep an accurate record of your transactions? Do you like to do a combination? I can share with you exactly what I do in that regard. I pay for practically everything in the world with a credit card, with the exception of one thing, and that is the gas for my car. Because I have seen too many uh, videos on the internet, TV shows, that have shown criminals who have put special devices into the area where you slide your credit card on the pump or wherever it is that they do their transactions and they're able to ultimately get your information and retain it. This is becoming tougher to do with the chips that have been added, but I've been to more than enough places to see that they were a lot of places out there that don't have those chips. So for that reason, when I go to pay for gas, it's I do it by cash. The other reason is because in mo- at most gas stations, paying by cash is cheaper than paying by credit card. Why do you do what you do? Why do you buy a certain brand of whatever, clothing, food, whatever it is, over something else? You probably have some type of reason. And then it brings me to today's big topic. Why do you do what you do in terms of 
working. More specifically, your career. Are you in a job where you're happy? Somewhat happy. Occasionally happy. Hate it. Indifferent. People all over the world fall into so many different categories. Are you doing the job that you've always wanted to do? And I don't know if the answer is more often yes than it is no. Now, there are some people that will make a decision when they're eight years old that they're going to be something, and they're not right now, but they're hoping they can be. They want to sing on Broadway, but right now they're waiting tables, and they're hoping for their lucky break. They want to one day be running a giant company, being the vice president of something and then ultimately elevating to being the CEO, but right now they're on the bottom rung, they've been there for some time, and it's going to take a long time to work their way up. Today's episode is really just about getting you to think about yourself and the decisions that you make with everything and the why involved in your life. I think one of the major reasons why I've found that I improve every day as a person in terms of my career, in terms of my living my daily life, is because I ask myself those questions. And I say to myself, why am I doing this? What's the purpose? And in recent years, when I've realized I don't know why I'm doing this, then you know what? Maybe it's time to reassess things and not do that. Prime example. I love the New York Yankees. Huge team, a huge uh, fan of the team. My whole life, I've never been a bandwagon fan. Always loved them since I was a little boy. I made the investment to buy season tickets in the bleachers way back during their dynasty years. The incredible 2001 World Series, you know, right after 9-11, and kept those season tickets for a little while. And then I found that despite the fact they were so popular and the the tickets were cheap, I was having a hard time selling them. I had a full season package with one of my friends. Full season. All 82 games. In the bleachers, but all 82 games. Expensive. Not as expensive as now, but expensive. 
And then after about three years, I remember being at the 2003 World Series and looking at my friend and saying, why are we doing this? Are we still happy doing this? And we realized that after having done it for a while at that point, and the unfortunate thing was, well, you either keep doing it or you just don't do it at all. To do a partial plan gives you almost no options in terms of potentially making the playoffs, and they'd been making the playoffs just about every year. And playoff baseball is great. Playoff anything is great in any sport. So we had to make a decision, and it was hard. It was really tough. Here I am, season tickets at my, my, my favorite team of all time in, in one of the greatest sports arenas in the world. And I had to give them up. You know, what was the other consideration? I was getting older. It was getting a lot harder to get home on a Tuesday night. And, you know, even an early night to get home. An early night was 1030. And that was rare. Very rare. More often than not, it was 1130, 12 o'clock. Have to get up early the next morning? It's tough. And if you didn't want to do that, you had to eat the cost of the tickets. So... You know, I've had to make those same decisions with my career and different types of things and things I didn't necessarily want to give up, but I knew I had to give up because there's nothing worse than someone who is trying to do everything because you, in almost every situation, are going to fall under the jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none classification. It's just as simple as that. It's just, it's what's going to happen. And, and I see people doing that, burning the candle at both ends, and they wind up doing nothing well. People that are really good people who have the potential to be phenomenal, life-changing educators or life-changing performances... But you can't do it all. You really can't do it all. Something suffers. Years ago, I I don't even know how I did it. I I had one situation years ago where I was singing as a tenor soloist in numerous places. I had two different churches I was singing with. I was uh, performing with a semi-professional chorus in which I had solo opportunities involved at that. I was the music director for two different community bands. I had a lesson studio loaded with students. And oh yeah, I had this thing called a full-time job that was paying my bills. And I was doing all of that. Doing it well. I don't think so. I mean, the people that were around me, I guess they may have thought that I was doing it well, but it can't be just talent alone that's carrying you through something. Did I prepare the very best that I could for all of those jobs? The answers are resounding no. Did I do as much score study as I should have done for those bands? No. Did I 
practice as much as I needed to to be a a, a top tier high echelon singer? No. Was I giving everything in me to provide the best possible musical experience for my students? No. Was I doing a good job? Yes. Was I doing a great job? Not so much. When people ask me now, they'll say, you know, what's your thing right now? I love to teach. I love to teach. Do I love to perform? Absolutely. If someone came up to me and offered me the position and the possibility of being a music director of a a community organization again, would I give it some thought? I would. Would I take it? I'm not sure. And it's not that I don't want to. It's you have to take a look at your situation and realize, are you burning the candle at both ends and have you bitten off more than you can chew? And for heaven's sake, I, I, I can't emphasize this enough. If there are things in your life that are making you unhappy, then you really need to do what you can to eliminate them or limit them. Because that's not good, it's not healthy. It's not good or healthy to be taking on more things than you want to do. It's those, it's those optional things, especially the optional things. And you have to learn to say no. You're not being a bad person, but you can't feel guilt-ridden and then take on the responsibility. It's not good. And it's not good to be sacrificing your own mental and physical and emotional well-being to try to make other people happy. Because you know what? In the end, the person who's not happy is you. And you are the the person who matters most. So I hope you'll take a lot of these different experiences of mine as well as some thought-provocative questions and put them to good use. And... Have those discussions with yourself. Have those discussions with people that who care about you, with loved ones, with close friends, people who matter to you. Make decisions that are going to ultimately be good for you and will be good for others. I wish you all the best.